Welcome to the Internal Journal. I'm your host, your Mr. Wright. Feeling stuck in life? Trying to figure out the next chapter? Where do you go from here? From your workplace to dating, parenting, just life in general? You come to the right spot. I'm here to guide you, show you the next chapter. So let's get started. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Today I'm calling this one, Should I Stay or Should I Go? The reason why I'm calling it that is I talk to a lot of people out there, mostly women, as you know. Um, they're in relationships and they're they're conflicted. They're they 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 love they have their kids, the the family, and and eighty seventy percent of the relationship is great, are decent, but they're lacking communication. They're lacking. They lost themselves along the way, and they're asking themselves, should I stay, or should I go? And I'm um, here to give some insight to that. Like I'm not going to be able to tell you, right? Just like any podcast, I'm not going to be able to give you the answers. See, I'm not here to give you the answers. I'm here to ask you the questions, to get your brain to start thinking. That's why I started this because it, I can't fix you. I can't fix anyone, but I can give you the tools or make you plant the seeds or make you think, stop and think for a minute. Then. You can reflect on your life and then you can begin to grow. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing it. I'm here to make sure or help if you want it that somebody's telling you the truth, telling you the, the real deal, they're telling you the asking you the hard questions. Um, I think a lot of us lack that. People want to be yes people. Are we surround ourselves with yes people that are telling us, yes, you can do it. Oh, you can do it. Don't worry, you can do it. But how? See, I'm not an enabler, and I, I learned early on in life, I'm not going to enable people, right? Tough love is love, too, and I don't want to enable anybody. That's another reason why I'm doing this. I don't want people to enable each other. I can't stand enabling, and sometimes enabling means you just tell people yes. Oh, it's going to get better. Don't worry. Keep doing it. It's going to get better. It will get better, but if you put the work in, if you put the time in, you start reflecting. But if you do nothing, it's probably not going to get better. And so back on track here, you know, as you listen to me, I'm going to go off side uh, on the side roads a little bit. I'm going to get off track. I'm going to get off the path because that's just who I am. I don't have notes. I don't script this. It's just straight from the heart, straight from the brain to you. Like we're just having a conversation. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to drop anybody's names or anything like that, but I talked to several of, uh, of you out there that have the same story, right? You, you, you got married, like I said before, in relationship, the relationship podcast, right? You can go listen to that if you haven't listened to it. But um, it's it, you get in these relationships and it, it, young or whatever, and then you realize halfway through or not even halfway through, 10 years in, that you lost yourself and communication has broke down and you don't you don't know who you are and you don't know who the other person is and you're raising kids and you're or whatever you're you know you're raising whatever dogs what it could be whatever whatever is in your relationship that you have to take care of that you're not focused on the other person and then you get you wake up one day and you go why am I here what am I doing and you're conflicted because you I believe if you didn't have kids if you if you didn't have the family or maybe your family's backing you or maybe their family's backing you, you know, father and mother-in-law or your mom and dad are pressuring you to stay in this relationship because you know they want to see the grandkids and all that stuff but if you're not happy, if each of you aren't happy in your relationship, it's unfair to both of you to stay in it. I, so many times it's like, well, we should stay in it for the kids. And again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I guarantee you, if your kids are over eight years old, seven years old, they know. 
They know. They look at you and see, Mom and Dad, they don't really kiss or touch or they don't really do the romantics. I, I see it on TV. I see it with my other friends, families, but my parents don't do that. They know. They know. I've talked to people where they, they got a divorce and they kept it civil and the kids were like, about time. Why, what took you guys so long? You guys aren't in love. They know that. The kids do know it. They can feel it. So if you're like, well, I'm just going to stick it out for the kids. If you're miserable, I guarantee the kids are miserable. Right? If you're miserable, I guarantee your husband's miserable. It's all across the board. But nobody wants to have the real conversations. And again, I'm speaking to women because most of my followers are women. So I know there's guys out there too that are listening. I get it. I understand it's, it works both sides. Right? It's just dead. You're just going through the motions. So you ask yourself, should I stay or should I go? I don't know. Ask yourself this question. You want to do this for the next 30 years? You want to be in the same situation for 30 years? Next year, do you want to be in this situation? What are you doing to change it? And it's like, well, we're working on it. Really? Did you get professional help? Because if it was really that easy, well, we're going to work on it. We said last year we're going to work on it. We started working on it. It gets better for 5, 10, 15 days, 30 days, 6 months. It gets great. Then we go back. Right? Because you have bad habits. Bad traits that you tell yourself. There are habits over the years that you guys both developed. That it's hard to change those habits. You have to go get counseling, therapy, go see a professional if you want to. If you and it still may not fix it. Understand that it still may not fix it. But you can't just make we're gonna work on it. Well, you've been working on it for the last fifteen years, ten years, whatever, and it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed because you're not you're doing the same thing, expecting the different results, right? So I don't understand why people tell me, well, we're working on it. How many times are you going to work on it? How many times is it going to change? And it's not going to change because nothing has changed. It's what people tell me too when they get in relationships. Well, he, he said he's going to change. Really? What, 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 what changed? I mean, what has he done to change? Time? Time changed? Went from Monday to Friday. Now he's a different person? No. If he didn't go get help, he didn't change because he still has the same bad habits. Same habits. It's not not that it's his fault or your fault, anybody's fault. It's just those habits you developed. How do you change those? Well, you have to get learn new habits, new traits, new ways to do things. So if your relationship or your marriage is suffering, you can start there. If you guys want to sit down and have the hard talk, a lot of times you guys don't even have conversations. Not, you guys both know that you're not happy, but you don't you don't sit down at, at the table and say not when you're not when you're mad either. I'm talking about on a Saturday when things are going great and the kids are outside playing or they're at the grandma or grandpa's or whatever. And again, I'm saying you have kids because most of you do. I'm saying if you don't have kids and you know you can figure this out yourself, you know you can figure it and fill it in yourself or you know not figure it out yourself, but you can fill in the blanks however you see fit, right? However it pertains to your situation, take the information and apply it to your situation. Okay, so. If the kids are out of the house, whatever, sit down. You don't have to schedule it. If you want to schedule it, do it. But if you just say, hey, I want to sit down and talk to you and have the real conversation. Where are we at? Where are we going? Do you feel – I know you feel the same way I feel. What are we doing? Do we want to work on this? Do, do, do we have – you know, do we want to go another 20 years this way? We're both miserable or we don't have goals. We're not on the right track. We eat like shit. We don't – we're not working out. Right? I don't love myself. You don't love yourself. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, how do we get who's who's driving the ship? Right? Who's running the company? Who's doing it? We're just going through the motions. Sit down and have those real conversations. And if you come to the realize, maybe you just need to go out and find who you are. But I tell you this right now, you can't get healthy in the same environment you got sick. 
Your environment is causing this. So you have to change something. Either work on it and change who you guys are together, separate. I don't know, but you can't You can't say, well, I'm, I don't know if I should go or if I should stay. Well, you first got to start by communicating, right? You got to sit down and figure out, are we? did we grow apart? Maybe we just grew apart. Maybe we're not meant to be together now. Maybe we were together when we were 20 or 30, and now we're just two separate people. Again, in my relationship episode, I said, I said people grow apart. You don't need the same relationship as your 20 as you do when you're 40 or 50 or 60. You change every decade. You change one time. Your views, your wants, your goals change. So you guys could have just grown apart. The lust, the fire, the spark is not there anymore. And it's not fair. It's not fair for you guys to stay together if you're not willing to fight for it. Work on it. Why? Why Why waste 30 years of your life? Because you already know. You both already know. You just don't want to admit it. First of all, you guys don't want to admit it. You don't want to talk to each other about it. And you're going to live 20, 30, 40 more years together in that state. And then life's going to pass you by. And then one day you're going to break up and go, I wish I did that sooner. Every single person that I talk to that I've helped get out of a relationship, helped split up, they went and found somebody else, something happier, something better, worked on their goals, their their career. I got, I don't know how many people I've talked to, at least over eight people that I've talked to that they've got their life cleared up and they moved on and they're like, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. That's what they tell me. And I tell people that I said, hey, you're going to go through this and this year you don't you don't want this year to be like last year. You don't. It's, I've, some, some of you told me that. I don't want this year to be like last year. I don't want to be stuck in this rut. I want to go find myself. I'm excited to find myself. Again, I want excited to try new things. I'm excited for that. And I said, yeah, you better do it soon because you're going to look at me one day or message me one day and say, why didn't I do it sooner? Why? Because a lot of times people are scared of the what if. What if I get out there and uh, I fail? Really? You think you're going to fail? How are you going to fail? So you're telling me the only reason why you're with somebody right now is financially because you don't want to fail because you're you're comfortable under this umbrella, this umbrella of the structure that you are single. You are single with the married title. A lot of you are single with being married. A lot of you guys are roommates with the married title. If I was to take your husband out and put in a roommate off of Craigslist or wherever, hey, buddy, you want to go live with this woman? It would be the same dynamic. You guys wouldn't be having sex. You guys wouldn't be communicating. You guys would just be roommates. I could plug any person and put them in your house and take away that other person, and you probably look the same. You probably would function the same. It would work the same because you're missing the intimacy, the connection, the passion. It's all gone. You're just roommates. You're just running kids. You're just running a household. A business, barely running a business because you're not communicating, but you're running a business. You're not even in, you're like, you're in love, but you don't love each other. Well, I think you love each other, but you're not in love. Like, you're not in love with each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's no passion there. And that happens a lot. you like, just, you're just roommates, buddies. You don't even fuck that much. Like, it happens, right? Like, we know that happens. And people talk to me about that. I understand it. So, again, you have to ask yourself, are you willing to put up with this for the next 10, 15, 20 years ago? 20 years from now. Not ago. That's crazy. But, you know, from now, right? And so I tell 
these people I talk to, that you just sometimes, you have to just jump. You have to. You have to put, I mean, I tell them about to write a list down. Write down, because it's, it's too much to think about. That's a lot. What do I do? Where do I live? How do I do this? I can't afford it. Really? You can't afford it? You know there's programs out there for moms, single moms, to help you get on your own feet? Like I've seen it all the time. Women use it all the time. Don't be ashamed to, because you don't, you owe it to your kids and yourself and your partner if you guys are clearly not happy to go be, go find yourself. Go be happy. You wouldn't want your kids to be miserable. You wouldn't want your kids to be, have low self esteem or hate where they're at, right? How about a friend that's like every day was like, I hate my job. I hate my job. Do you just tell your friend, well, keep working that job for the next 30 years? Just keep hating it. I mean, there's tons of other jobs out there, but just keep working that piece of shit job with no benefits and low pay, right? Just keep doing that. That sounds like fun. You wouldn't tell your friend that, would you? I wouldn't tell my friend that, but switch jobs. Switch. Change jobs. Find a way out. Write down the pros and cons of leaving. Write down a list of why you want to, what, what your goals are. Where, where do you need to be, right? Start putting pen to paper, then from pen to paper... Start making them real. Check off one at a time. All right? Yeah, I mean, that's how it works. People get divorced every day. 50% of this country is divorced. Right? So, I understand if you're not going to work on it. Like, again, I'm not telling you to leave. But if you guys can't work on it, why are you going to stay? What are you staying for? I want to stay for the kids. The kids aren't going to be any happier when you guys moping around, not running it, looking like... Your two dogs have been beat. Like they look at you like mom and dad. They look at them. What the hell are they doing? They're not even having fun, but they want us to have fun. We don't go do anything. We don't go on trips. We don't go on vacations. If we do, they bicker and fight. Like it's because you're depressed and you don't. You're like don't want to be there. Right? Like I said, 60 percent is fun. Is good. 70% is good, but what the 30% isn't, 80%, 20% isn't. So you got to ask yourself, what, do I want to keep doing this? First, I tell you, start with communication. Sit down, have the conversation. So many of you are not even having the conversation. And I really believe that's what most of our problems, most of our problems come from low self-esteem and poor communication. If you can learn to love yourself and fill yourself up and you can communicate, you can go many, many places with that. But communication is big. Just get to the real point. Have the conversation, right? And if it causes you guys fighting just to have that conversation, go see a therapist, counselor, sit down, have someone in between to help you guys have those conversations. But don't go 20, 30 years in the same 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, not figuring out who you are and what you want. It's okay. Like you can raise kids separately. You can. You don't have to be together. I'm not telling you to get a divorce, but I'm saying it's okay. It's okay for two parents to be separated and happy raising kids, and two parents together miserable raising kids. As long as you guys stay civil, as long as you guys communicate, divorce is not bad. What happens with divorce is both parents can't get along. They fight. Kids don't want to see their two superheroes fight. They don't. They don't want to see Superman, 
Superwoman fight each other. Those are both their superheroes. They don't want to see them fight. So if you guys don't fight, it's okay because you guys are communicating. You guys are doing your own thing. You guys are raising together. But if you guys start fighting and bickering in the home or outside the home, separated or together, kids don't want to see you guys fight. So if you don't fight outside when you're split up, it'll be fine. The kids will be great. The problem is people don't want to start working on themselves and having that hard question about what am I or who am I and start getting down to it because you're afraid that you might not be what you think you are. But I promise you, you'll love yourself a lot more once you start digging in deeper and working on it. But you have you don't want to be stuck in that situation. I'm telling you, you're just wasting years of your life going to do fun things or meeting new people or new adventures. You, you got to understand that. You got to figure out what you want to do. You, you, you got to this place and it kind of it sucks that you got to that place. I get it. I understand. You thought it was going to be forever. You thought you were going to take these vows. and No, that's another thing I want to get to. A lot of you are married and you take these vows and, and you say these things like death do us part and sickness and health and all this stuff. But I don't remember the vows being in uh, – they said like, well, I'm not – don't communicate with your partner. Well, vow is that because you guys do that a lot. A lot of people don't even communicate with their partner. Where is that? I shall not communicate with my partner. Do you take this lawfully what a woman to be your wife? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, No. It's not, nobody says I don't want to communicate, but then you guys get there and you don't communicate. Like, I'm pretty sure when you got married, you're like, oh, that's going to be great. We're going to communicate. We're going to do all this great stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten years in, we're like, not even talking to each other. How do you get there? Because you didn't have that communication line set up when you got married. You didn't have it set up. You guys didn't draw, you didn't make that accessible. Say, so we're going to communicate about everything. Everything is going to be on the table. And another thing that's happening is you guys are just covering it up. Some of you are cheating. Some of you have cheated. That's another thing. I was, oh, I can't be in an open relationship. Really? Did you cheat? Oh, yeah. I did one time. Had a weak moment. Cool. But you don't like open relationships, but you opened it up one way. Well, basically, an open relationship has the conversation. Cheating is an open relationship without the conversation. See? People are like, I can't be in an open relationship. So you can't be open to talking to your partner that you may, you're not getting what, you're what you need, so you want to step out. So you don't want to have that conversation, but you want to cheat. So you want to do it behind their back. But you see, most people break up not because of the cheating part. Like a lot of a lot of people out there, if they're like, man, if my partner was real with me, said they needed to step out to make this relationship better, I would let them step out. Like I, I would be upset. But I would get it. If it made us better, if it opened up our communication, I would let them step out. But a lot of you don't want to do that. A lot of you want to just cheat on each other and not have the conversation. But it doesn't fix anything. Because as soon as you're done cheating, now you're back to it again. And now you're just thinking about that one hot moment you had. And now you're comparing that cheating moment to your husband. Like, oh my God, I met this dude down by the river. And we fucked in the back of his car. It was so fucking amazing. I want that again. Then go get it, but tell your husband that you don't want to be with him no more. And now you're just stuck on you just stuck with your husband because you won't leave him. You won't or wife or whatever, you won't leave, but now you're just stuck on this one hot, steamy night down by the river in the back of the car. You know, and you compare him. Well, I want my husband to be freaking wild. It's not gonna be freaking wild. You guys have been married for 20, 30 years. You guys know everything about each other. He knows where you're gonna put your shoes and where you're gonna put your keys when you get home. He knows that you're gonna wear those crazy house sweats. You know what I mean? With the ones with the flowers all over them. 
You know, it's gonna be it's just too routine. Again, you can't and that's another thing. We get stuck in this thing about well, he wants to sleep with other women or I want to sleep with another man because it's new. A lot of times we cheat also. Again, I know I'm getting off the, the stay or go with cheating, but I just need to get this off my chest. A lot of times we cheat because you're comparing a fun time with no kids, no no responsibilities, no bills. It's just a quick hookup, fun, great time. You compare that to the person you're with. Then you're like, oh my god, the person I'm with has bills and responsibilities. You gotta pay the house payment, the car, and go to work, make lunches, dinners. Oh, so so much work, so much drama. But then you go cheat over there. It's just it's quick. There's nothing tied to it. Just a quick, fun time. Then you compare that to your situation. You're like, man, I want more of that. Well, you take the guy you cheated with or the woman you cheated with and put her in your relationship. He's gonna be boring too. He's gonna be boring too. Same thing. It's the situation is boring. Unless you have the communication, unless you guys figure out a way to start dating each other again, to start getting it going. So if you ask yourself, should I stay or should I go, you have to figure out what you're going to do. You have to talk to your partner. You have to get down to it. You have to figure out what direction you're going. Do you want this year to be like last year? Do you want to be stuck in it? What are your goals? I mean, you got to either get counseling, some therapy, separately, marriage, if you want to work on it. You can't just say, I'm going to make it work. Because some of you can't even have the same, you can't even have the conversation with each other without getting mad or upset. A lot of you can't even do that. And so sometimes you need that person in the middle, therapist, counselor, whatever, to be in the middle of you guys to help, you know, break it down, to ask you those questions. See, counseling... It's basically just taking time for you to reflect, slowing you guys down to think about it. A lot of guys don't even want to think about it. They don't even want to face it. You want to live under that safe umbrella of what you're in because you're afraid of what's out there. So sometimes just talking about it or taking a break and reflecting on how does this fit or is what I'm saying making you think. What do you want to do? Do you want to be stuck in this relationship five, ten more years? Do you want to work on yourself? Can you find yourself in that relationship? Probably not. Again, you can't heal in the same environment you got sick. So if you think you're going to find yourself in the same situation, it's probably going to be very tricky for you. You're not going to be until you have to start doing things on your own, doing things for yourself. You're not going to figure out who you are. If you're not going to be in control of it, if you're doing everybody else's chores and running kids around and can't figure out who you are, then it's going to be tough. I mean, if you're only staying there because of the financial reason, think about it this way. If it's just money, if it's just a home or the house, you guys split finances when you have the kids. A lot of times women have the kids more often than the men, so they pay child support. So there's an income. I'm not telling people to live off the state or live off of help, but there's help for women with kids, single moms with kids. There's help out there. Use that as a crutch to get yourself in a good situation. It doesn't mean you have to be there all the time. Start to figure out what you want, who you are. Start working on yourself. You don't have to do it alone. 
You might be able to do it with the partner you're with. But again, you have to have those conversations. I cannot stress it enough that you have to open the communication lines up with your partner. Have the hard talk. What are we doing? Where are we going? I'm not happy. You're not happy. What do we do from here? How can we get on the same page? We need to see therapy. We need to get help. If not, we need to split up. We need to figure out how that works. I want to stay civil. I want to keep it real. How do we do it? Those are the conversations you need to have if you guys aren't happy. If you're not happy, odds are he's not happy or she's not happy. Because if you're not happy, you're not giving to the relationship. That means they're not happy. And cheating is, just no, is the same as being in an open relationship. You're just not telling the other person. So if you think cheating is going to fix it, it's just going to cover it up. It's just a Band-Aid because you're really craving the affection, attention, and passion from the relationship you're not getting. And you're trying to seek it on an outside source that it will just temporarily heal you and not fix it because you're going to feel like, well, this was great. And then you're going to hang up on that and say, yep, it was a great time that night. And you're going to compare it to your husband or your wife. And that's not fair because they can't be to that because it's a different situation. They can't be the random fun because they actually have responsibilities in that home. So it's not a fair comparison. It's like having the side chick compared to the main wife chick or the main wife. The side chick is going to be fun. The wife comes with responsibilities. You cheat because or you have a side chick because she's more fun than the wife. You know, that's that's why people cheat. It's an outlet. It's fun with no drama, fun with no connection, fun with no strings. Nobody can compare to that. The, the wife or the husband can't compare to that. That's what I tell women. Well, he cheated, and I don't know why. She's better. She's not better. She's just fun. She's just less responsibility. She's just a good time. She's a toy. It's an outlet. It's an escape. Quit trying to escape your life and live your life. That's what's happening is a lot of you want to escape and cheat. Escape, it's not going to fix it. So you're going to cheat for 30 years? Might as well just be single. Then you can do it without repercussion because as soon as that partner finds out, you guys are going to be done. A lot of you are only married right now because you didn't tell the truth. A lot of you guys out there, if you told the truth, you guys wouldn't even be married because a lot of you cheated. The only reason, that's false hope. That's a false reason why you're together. It's real. It's honest. A lot of you guys, if you were real with each other, would not be together. The only reason why you're together is because you're lying. <laughs> you're lying about what you're doing. You're not facing the real truth. I'm not, gonna, I'm not judging you for cheating. I get why people cheat. Just know the only reason why you're together is because you're not telling the truth. You're not being real. And some of you are like, well, I can't be in an open relationship. But you are. You already opened it up. A lot of you are like, well, I don't know if it's over. It's over. You just don't want to tell the truth. You don't want to face it. You don't want to do things on your own. You don't want to understand who you are. And some of you think I'm just singling you out, but there's a lot of you guys with the same story. I can count like seven or eight of you with the same story. So it's not about one of you. If you guys are listening to this and you're like, ah, he knows who, he knows who I am. He's outing me. I'm not outing you. A lot of you have the same story. That's why I'm talking about it. I'm seeing the same thing over and over and over again with many of you. Same story, same scenario, same outcome, same scenario. It's same over and over. So I'm talking about it because we have to talk about it. 
We have to be real about it. Can't keep covering it up. And I can't talk to every single one of you every day. I can't talk to hundreds of you guys every day. So that's why I started the podcast. So everybody gets my message. Everybody gets it. Again, I'm not here to fix you. I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do. Only you can make that choice. It's your life. You're in that situation. I'm just here to make you think. What's your next move? What are you going to do? Again, what helped me? Again, I've been in these situations. I've been in dead-end relationships. I've had kids young. There is a lot of times I speak this because I had to think this too much through myself. I had to do it. Nobody was here telling me what to do or asking me questions. I had to ask myself these questions. The problem is a lot of you ask yourselves these questions and then explain it away or justify why you're not or make excuses. Sometimes it helps to hear it. That we, a lot of us are going through the same thing. You're not the only one. You're not. You're not the only one in the same situation. It's very common. This is a common situation. But I'm telling you, it's not fair if you guys are both ha- unhappy to stay in it. Because you guys are enabling each other. That's really what it comes down to. Again, I told myself earlier, I'm not going to enable. I'm not an enabler. I will tell you the truth just so I don't enable you. I will tell you the hard truth. I will hurt your feelings so I'm not enabling you so you're stronger. That's just who I am. I made that promise to myself early on. I will tell someone the raw truth straight up. I will make you cry with the hard truth before I enable you to make an excuse for you to stay in that situation if it hurts you. This is who I am. I'm not I'm not here to justify or make you feel good. I mean, I can. I will make you feel good if you're doing great things. But if you're really lying to yourself and it's a bad situation, why would I help you lie to yourself? Why? Does that make you stronger? Does that make you grow? No, making you uncomfortable. A lot of times I say things to people, right? Not because I'm an asshole or a jerk, because it makes them think. To make them think and stop and think makes them grow. Make them uncomfortable. Make them react in a certain way. I make people react in a certain I say things that make people react in a certain way. This says less about me, but more about them, the way their reaction is. You see, I don't tell you how to react. So you don't tell me what to say. You know what I mean? Like, So if I say something and you react a certain way to it and you're offended by it, that's less to do with me, but more to be with, do with you. Why did that trigger you? Again, I'm getting off track again, but it all goes together. I'm saying things today or on this podcast to get people to wake up, think a little bit, stop your routine and think. A lot of us are going through the same situation. It's an epidemic. I'm seeing, I'm seeing it. People are feeling empty, emotionally empty, and we're just staying at like robots in the same environment, just going back to the same environment, doing the same thing every day, day after day after day. And before you know it, you get 10 years, 5 years down the road and go, how did I get here? But you got there because you were a zombie all the way through it. You didn't even stop and think. You just started doing the routine. Every day you showed up to this job and you went on this assembly line and you did the same thing for 30 years. And then you looked up, woke up one day and go, wow, I've been doing the same job for 30 years and the same thing. I didn't go nowhere. How did I get here? Because you didn't stop and think. You didn't control your life. If you don't control your life, if you don't manage your life, I say this many times too. You'll hear me say this a lot to you guys. If you don't control your life, somebody else will on their terms, however it benefits them. And it goes all aspects of life. If you don't manage who you are and what you're doing, somebody else will. 
If you don't pay your bills, somebody else will add a fee onto it and charge you. That's managing you because now you're paying more money. They're managing your money. Don't manage your time. Somebody else will. You have to wait in line longer or you have to wait for them or however you see fit. If You can apply it to every part of your life. If you don't manage it, somebody else will on their time that benefits them how they see fit. You have to be in charge of your life. You can't put your happiness and joy and your life into somebody else's hands. That's what a lot of you guys are doing in these relationships. Oh, we're just, we just show up and we're together. But then you're putting it into your partner's hands. Take it back. Take your relate. Take yourself back. Take control who you are. There's some of you I've talked to, and they're like, I don't know. I want to leave this relationship. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start it. And some of you, I told you, just gotta do it. You got. I I can't tell you why or how I know, but you just gotta leap. You gotta jump. You gotta take that leap and go. And some of you, if I'm still in contact with, make really good friendships with, I still talk to daily, and they're like, man. Thank you for telling me that. Thank you for suggesting that I just take the leap. I know it took me eight months to get here. I know it took six months of talking to you to get here. But you helped me see it. I don't know how you knew, but you knew. You all can do that. If you're in a bad relationship, if you're not happy, you will find out about yourself if you just get out of that situation. Just leap a little bit. Jump. Take, get yourself prepared. Write down the notes you need, things you want to take care of, ideas. Draw them out. Draw a plan up. I don't. However you feel comfortable. If it, you got a lot, of, a lot of anxiety about it, write it down. Make actions. Putting pen to paper creates an action toward it. Your anxiety will lower. I don't know. Google it. Google different financial uh, help you finance aid you can get. I don't know what state you're in. I don't know how it works, and I don't know how that all works in every state. Think about it. Think about different. Have a plan B. If if I can't make this work, how do I do it? Well, here's plan B. If I can't stay here, who can I stay with? But first have the conversation with your partner, then go from there. But don't stay in a bad situation. If you don't want to, if it's not working out for you, again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that people do leave situations they're not happy with. And it does work out for many of you. We're all on a journey, a different path. But the journey doesn't, you don't just hurry up and race to 35, 40 and go, okay, I'm done. You don't, this is a journey forever. Your whole life is a journey figuring out who you are. Who are you? You thought you were somebody at 20, you thought you were somebody at 30, and then you get to 40 or 35 or whatever, and you realize this is not where I want to be. And that's okay. But don't stop where you stop living. Don't just say, "Well, this is all I, I picked this dinner, steak dinner." Like I said in the in my relationship episode, right? Okay, you pick steak dinner, but now you want now you want chicken, you want pizza. So then go get it. Get stop push away the steak. Go get something else. Find out who you are. It happens to us. We get to a point we grow apart. Just because you selected that person that you thought when you were twenty doesn't mean you have to stick with them if you don't want to. You're already single. A lot of you aren't communicating. Therefore, you're single. A lot of you cheated on each other. You're single. As soon as you cheated, you ended it. Because if you go to tell that person you cheated, how are they going to feel? Are they going to keep going? Probably not. Only reason why you're together is because you didn't tell the truth. I'm a big believer. Like I can understand a lot of things. If you someone cheated on me, just tell me. We can work through it. I can understand why you cheated. I can understand it. 
You want to keep doing it? Let's talk about it. Let's figure out why. People make mistakes. People are going to make mistakes. If you think you're going to live a mistake-free life, you're going to disappoint yourself. You think your partner is not going to make mistakes? You're going to disappoint yourself. Because they're failed expectations. People make mistakes. People have feelings. But if you don't talk about them with your partner and you just handle them yourself, then you already ended the relationship. Because you married somebody or got with somebody, why did you get with them? To share your life with them. If you can't share your feelings and, and emotions and everything that goes along with it, why are you with that person? It's not like you can't choose your parents, but you chose your partner, and then you chose not to communicate, and you chose not to tell them what's going on. Then that's not a relationship. End it. It's not fair to you guys. It's not fair. And I've been in those relationships. I've been there. I've been in relationships where we didn't communicate. We started communicating, then we stopped communicating. I've been there. I get it. But then when I got in a new relationship, when I started reflecting, when I was single for five years, I started reflecting. What can I do different? How can I be different in my next relationship? How am I going to go into this? I'm going to go into it setting expectations. We're going to communicate all the time. Even if it sucks, we're going to communicate. If you don't feel loved, communicate it. If you need me to do something, communicate it. Even if we fight, communicate it. We'll take a break. We'll come back to it. But as long as we're together, we're going to communicate. As soon as we stop communicating, we're done. It's going to be that easy. So if you don't want to communicate, we'll just end it. And we set you set up you set up guidelines. You set up. We're going to always communicate. And if we don't communicate, this is what it means. We both know if we don't communicate, it's over. We both know that right now today. We're having that conversation right now. Have the conversations. Because you guys are just covering it up and living miserably. Two separate lives, single, just living miserably. So again, I'm not telling you what to do. But I'm telling you, don't live the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 45 years in a miserable situation because your life is going to keep on going and you're going to be stuck because you're not growing. You're not growing because you're still sick in that environment. You can't get healthy in it. So either go see help and help see if you can have the conversations or move on. Move on. I don't want you guys stuck in these situations. It's not healthy. It's not helping anybody. It's not. It's not helping society. It's not helping any yourself, your, your partner, your kids. It's not. Be real with yourself. Sit down and think about it. Write about it. Talk to your partner about it. And if you can't have the conversation with your partner, there's your answer right there. If you can't have this conversation with them, that is your reality right there. Fix it. Move on. Go find yourself. Go find somebody you can communicate with. Because if you can't have this conversation with them, if you can't be real with them, you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Because you married or got with a person that you said you can communicate with. That's why you're together. That's why you picked them. You want to be together. We want to talk about everything. We want to be together. If you can't be that, if you can't do that with somebody, can't be with them. Shouldn't be with them. I mean, you can be with them. You can be miserable. Just can't tell them how you feel. You can't be real who you are. Just be you. Be who you are. And they can be who they are. And they, you guys share that together. Don't make up stuff. Don't pretend you're somebody you're not. Don't pretend you didn't cheat. Don't cover it up. So you still did it. The only reason why you're together is because you haven't been honest. 
And if you can't be honest, you shouldn't be together. If you're going to do single, you're going to make single choices, then you should be single. It's that simple. If you guys are making single choices for each for themselves and not each other, including each other, then you should be single. You shouldn't be together. Again, I really appreciate everybody following. I really believe that um, you know I'm doing this to help better people, make people think. Again, I'm not going to give you all the answers. See, wisdom doesn't give you the answers, but wisdom asks you the hard questions. And then it's up to you to apply that to your life how you see fit. I'm not here to fix you, give you the magic pill. But I'm here to guide you to the light and show you the way. I can bring you to the light, but you guys have to figure out what you're going to do with it. I can point you in the right direction. That old saying, I can bring you to water, I can't make you drink. I can bring you to the water. But you have to apply it to yourself no matter what you do in life. I tell my kids that all the time. I can show you the way, but I can't do it for you. I can show you the steps to, to do your homework. can't do the problems for you. can't take the tests for you. can't do any of that. That comes down to all of us just being real with ourselves. So again, I can show you what I've been through. I can tell you my journey. I can explain the stories and tell you the stories that I've seen and talked to and come across. But how do you apply that to your life is up to you. And everybody can give you. Every, everybody you come across gives you something. Take it. Even if you don't like the people, take that information. Store it. Apply it to your life. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, I'd love for you to leave a comment below and click the subscribe button for future episodes. To receive more content and value, make sure you find me at www.yourmrright.com. Right being W-R-I-T-E. Again, thank you for listening. Remember to always love yourself, be clear on how you want to be treated, and know your worth always. I look forward to talking to you soon.